1: Hi, welcome back to the John Harrison podcast. We're going to talk about making healthy choices at work today. So, uh, the the, definitely is a complex topic. Can be like many things we dive into. There's probably lots and lots we could talk about here, but we'll try to be succinct and just talk about some tactical things that you can do as an individual to try to create a balance in your work life a little bit. um, But, but more so, just on an individual level, what are things you can do to continue to be healthy, to be healthier? Um, as it relates to work and and all of that. So I've got John and Melissa here again. Uh, We're going to dive into this. Uh, But first and foremost, let me just ask this kind of to set the stage. It might seem obvious, but John, speak a little bit to why do you think, at least in our culture, because you've been around the world, especially in your Caterpillar days, you've seen all kinds of different work environments and different cultures and their work environments. Why is it in America particularly that we have such a gravity towards you know, being workaholics, just never quitting, just, you know, not shutting it off, so to speak. Why does that happen?
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think, for, first of all, from a corporate point of view, we, we all know every company in the world, generally, uh, especially in the United States, would say we don't want any, <clears throat> excuse me, employees being physically hurt. We don't want anybody, obviously, any fatalities at work. We've all seen stories of where that's happened. That's, that's universally understood, especially in the United States. Um, But I think what we miss, really, this is true around the world, that what we do miss is that if there isn't a healthy balance at work, if people are um, working so hard because that the culture is driving, only focusing on results and maybe hours worked is what's being noticed. So people work late hours at, at the office or they go home and take stuff home, whatever. But the point is, now you have a potential of being uh, not getting enough sleep, not eating right, maybe uh, trying to deal with your stress with unhealthy habits, substance abuse, uh, anger, whatever. So now that part is not generally talked about at work. And, And I think in the United States, we obviously, we're a wealthy country. We've got a lot of things at our fingertips in terms of Uh, entertainment and technology and probably whatever food we want to eat. And again, lots of hours. Now you've got, you probably should go to bed at 10 o'clock, but you've got an iPhone or an iPad next to your bed, and now you're up till midnight. We just have excess in this country and also a a culture that says we're going to get things done. And I think for this country, it's probably definitely uh, worse than some others I've lived in. But I think overall, uh, we have to look at, at stress, burnout, physical, just people getting colds and flus, headaches, missing work for things like that. We have to look at that as seriously as we do somebody getting a concussion at work, I think. And so I think the companies that we see that do the VIP way well, really do think about this holistic view of health. So what we wanna talk about today is, okay, whether your organization is putting the right emphasis here or not, what can you do as an individual to put yourself in a better position to succeed at work, but more importantly, succeed
1: at home. So Melissa, I know this has definitely been something that's been on your brain for years and previous experience. Just what are some things that you've had to either try to overcome or some tactics you've put in place to help yourself in this journey? But when you've worked in corporate America, there's clearly this pressure that John just talked about, right? Of just achieving and never turning it off. So how have you dealt with that in your career?
2: Yeah, so it's it has been a lifelong challenge for me, primarily just because I always had this mindset of climbing the ladder, so to speak, uh, whatever that ladder looks like, and it can be different for everybody, but um, I just, you know, I finally got to the point where I, I guess I realized I wasn't sleeping well. <laughs> um, you know, I needed to make some changes, and you know, something as simple as taking a walk at lunch, doing a 15 minute break, Sometimes the weather didn't allow me to do that. I'd go sit in my car for 15 minutes and eat my lunch um, just to have a moment of you know taking a breather and, and stepping away from it. But um, you know there's other things that can work for people. Joining a gym might be something that's feasible for you and your budget. If it's not, find an accountability partner, take a walk at lunch or in the evening you know just do whatever it, it is that works for you. you. might be reading a book even. Um, but I think more than anything, it has to become a point of self-discipline for yourself. You have to be intentional about it. Um, and even in the most stressful of moments, being able to take a step back and take a breath so that you can refocus yourself is equally important.
1: Well, I think that's critical that, like you said, you mentioned the word balance. I think you and John both did like, there's so many things. And health is clearly one of them that there's no specific one right answer to because everybody's different, right? So I do think it's about finding this internal balance of what works for you, what's healthy for you. So clearly we have some suggestions like we're just made that generally these are good ideas, right? But the point is find what works for you. And I've seen that in my own life as well. And I do love that term balance because to me, I just think there's always you know, chances to lean in one way or the other. And there's sometimes, we've talked about this in our sessions, that I need to lean more into my home life because of whatever's going on. And that keeps me in balance to spend more focus there than at work for a short period of time. And then clearly other times where work things take a lot of priority, I'm working more hours, more emphasis is needed to meet some deadlines, deliverables, whatever. But again, it comes it's never all one or all the other, or I'm gonna be out of balance in the long-term. And so I do think this idea of just being self-aware enough to, to lean in wherever is necessary, and then on things like health, wellness, and safety, your own health, wellness, and safety, leaning into what works for you, right? What's the best option for me? Is it taking that walk? Is it changing what I eat for lunch? Is it, you know, having a cutoff time um, at the opt to go home or if I'm working from home to stop work, those kind of things I think are so critical. Um, What are some things uh, I do want to talk about some more individual things for sure, but uh, I want either one of you to jump in on if you're kind of Setting this example for others, whether you're a decision maker in the company and can determine this, maybe if you're an organization or just maybe you're just a small team lead, whatever, but you're setting some kind of an example for others. What are some things we can do um, to set people up for success, right? To allow those opportunities for them to find that because clearly we have to keep getting the job done, right? We're not just giving open ended, you know, uh, freedoms to go do whatever works for you, but what are some ways as leaders? um or example setters if you will uh we can make this easier for other people to follow in a healthy way
0: i I think one key thing is to if you are a supervisor team lead manager to meet with your folks one-on-one and just check in with them what's on your list what what's what, what what's due in the next week month i think again staff and hourly people sometimes think that managers get together in rooms and come up with ways to irritate their people by giving them too much work to do on a certain deadline, and that's not happening generally. So I think it's just a matter of out of sight, out of mind. So I do think for you as a supervisor to be proactive and check in with your people, what's on your to-do list, what's scheduled the next week, month, like I said, and talk about that. So much of really, and we talked about this more in our burnout sessions too, but just getting things on the table, talking about it, there shouldn't be... Any weird, uh, I can't talk about this if I'm stressed or I'm, I've got a, my kid's birthday party coming up and I really can't work this weekend, just talking about stuff. Uh, and so if you as a leader set the example for that where you invite those conversations, obviously one-on-one, not in front of other people, but they know you're a safe place to come to and also a safe place to come to if they just want to vent about something a little bit. I think that's a, a big part of this. And I would also say people are watching you. So if they see you not staying till nine o'clock at night every night, if they see you get up and go, hey, let's it's kind of a nice day. Let's go take a walk at lunch. Um, we we have a client that is a very small company. He was providing free snacks and things for his people, and he, he, he moved away from having free sodas for his people, for example, because he found out people were pounding, you know, soft drinks all day. So as an owner of that company, small company, he just said, no, I'm going to give you more free things during the day, but it's not going to be unhealthy stuff. And I think just examples like that, that uh, they see you, even if you're at a higher level than they are, that you are making your health, wellness, family time a priority is a, a good yeah. option.
2: Just to play off that a little bit, you know, being intentional with your team too, about team breaks and getting together just like us today, right? We have not seen each other, the four of us all together in seven plus weeks so we've taken the time internally right we've met this morning we took a lunch break had uh, had lunch together and now we're working on some podcast. but just being intentional about that and building in that social time or that relaxation just reconnection time if yes. you will um, and that could be anything it could be lunch it could be um, it could even be on the weekend if you like your team that much and you want to spend weekend time with them but Um, You know, I think it's an important piece of it as well is just to reconnect and uh, model what it is you expect.
1: Yeah, I think that's y'all said that so well that people are gonna watch you if nothing else. And you don't have to be a leader for people to watch you. And we've, we've talked about that. But if you want to be healthy to have that balance, you want others around you to find their healthy balance at work. First and foremost, you have to do that for yourself because that's going to speak louder than any (laughs) memo you send out or any decision you make right it's going to be what are you actually doing and again this doesn't have to be ultimate decision maker just the way you're living your life at work so to speak and so i think those are some great points that um i do this kind of goes back to an earlier point i think so often especially in our culture but really just anytime you're thinking about corporate type business worlds it is so easy to just get focused on the goals and the task, right? And just to never stop doing that because there's never an end to that, right? You all, there's always things we're supposed to be accomplishing to move our business forward. Obviously, there's some great stuff about that, but if you let yourself, you'll never rebalance, right? You know, there's the stories of in you know, spouses and parents that have just poured their life into work, and then by the time they turn back to look, you know, to focus on their family, that time's gone, right? And you know that those are just heartbreaking stories like oh you know that's not going to be me and we're going to change well and that's great but realize it is it's it's real easy to get sucked into that nobody woke up and said you know what for the next 60 years I'm going to ignore my family and just work nobody does that but you just get drawn into you know got to meet that deadline got to get this done got to get this out and then you look around and life's gone you know gone you by and so I do think it takes intentionality to stop and refocus on some things but I'll talk about just briefly the flip side of that. Realize that we can't overcorrect, and I might be speaking to potentially younger folks now to say you can't just go the other way and say, life's just gonna be great and a party now, and I'm not gonna go, I am gonna spend all my time with family to the extent that I'm just never gonna grow up, so to speak, not gonna go get in the corporate world, not gonna go get the job, because there's so much, You know, maybe there's some bad feelings about that or whatever. Realize that that doesn't have to be the outcome, right? You can fully engage at work and fully engage at home, and have a healthy disconnect to allow you to do both, right? And I do think we have to be careful not to pendulum swing the other way and just, you know, I get it, you know, down with corporate America and let's just all be, you know, Etsy shop owners and just, you know, go from there. Nothing wrong with that if that's what you do, but realize that you can't you can't overreact to an extent where it's now unhealthy in another way, right? Where maybe you're putting your family in a financial or a stressful situation because you're not willing to do some of those to have some of those hard days at the office, so to speak, and so. For me, so much of this comes back to being a balance, and I think that's been said here. But anything else, John, Melissa? Before we wrap this one up, just any other tips, suggestions we can give our audience just about making healthy choices at work and how to do that effectively?
0: Let me just tie into what you just said, Tanner, because I think Jen and I talk about this a lot. Like there are people, and this has probably been previous generations. There, you know, they might have a baby, and they think we got to start saving for college for that baby right away. Like there's this financial commitment to family, and that's great. Uh, like Tanner said, you, you if you do change jobs every 30 days, and at some point you're having a lot of fun, but you might be putting family at risk by not having some stability financially. But on the other hand, Jen and I talk about health being a way that we are going to be available for people, right? I don't care if it's your family or if it's your church or whatever you are committed to in life. If you If you are physically unable to do that or mentally unable to do that, now you've put that those organizations, mainly your family, at this case, probably at risk. So we can save for college for our kids and do all that, but if we're not in physical shape to hang out with our kids and run around and, and go do things with them on the weekends or whatever, so I think we all have dreams and hopes of what we want to accomplish in life. Those go away pretty quickly if you are in serious physical or mental health situations. So I think that's all just as a reminder. And when you're 20, it's hard to think about that, like Tanner said, because you go, "Oh, I got all this time and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you can blink and maybe you've you're not in a position of being physically or mentally healthy and it just snuck up on you. So I think, again, the word balance of you have to be available for your people at work, too. So if you're one of those employees that I'm just saying you don't take care of yourself, so now you're missing a lot of work. And you always can't help it. I'm, I'm I'm, getting colds and flus and this and that because you're not sleeping enough. Or you're not eating right or whatever. Now your coworkers have to make up for you. So to be available to the folks that rely on you at home at work, that's why this t- topic is important, I believe.
2: And I, I mentioned this earlier about an accountability partner, and I was really talking about it in terms of exercise. But, you know, accountability partners are critical, I think, to those of us that are very driven in our work. And. I'm not talking about accountability in work, but I'm talking about accountability in balance. You know, find that trusted partner or that friend or whoever it is that is willing to look you square in the face and say, are you really making the most you know, the most wise choices for yourself and for your life and for your family? Right. Wherever you are in that phase, whether you're 20 or whether you're 50 and you're beginning to be becoming an empty nester, you know, having that person in your life that can help you Uh, re rebalance so to speak um is very important
0: well we talk about that in our sessions because i think it's probably more common today than in the past but we some human beings don't like to have people that speak truth in their lives we like people to tell us you're awesome and you're great and we love you and you're fantastic and we go man that's, that's really fun but to have someone that cares about you enough to say no melissa i don't i think you're working too much or I think the way you just snapped at your spouse at dinner that night wasn't very cool or whatever it is. I think to be a healthy human being, you need some people in your lives that will challenge you and speak truth in your lives. So that's a that's a good little closing comment there, I think.
1: Well, and like so much of this, I just I think that we can't ask from other people what we're not willing to do ourselves, right? And so clearly the best possible you know, chance for all of this to work out would be for you to be in an organization that does give you the freedom. Your leadership is setting this example, but I'll challenge every one of our listeners, just do this for yourself. And hopefully you will find that maybe shifts around you. Uh, leadership responds to that if they haven't already, if they, it's not something they're already doing. And then ultimately, if you're doing this well for yourself and it doesn't fit where you're currently working, then maybe you do have a different decision to make there, where you can go plug in and live a healthy work life Uh, situation somewhere else. But I would always start with the person in the mirror, so to speak, right? I would start with what can I do? What can I control? Make sure I'm being healthy. And then if I'm not able to continue to do that in the right way, then I'm going to you know, go elsewhere. Um, But I think a lot of times we can make this work uh, if we'll make some of those intentional decisions that y'all have talked about. So great opportunities there. And the last thing I'll say before we wrap up is our little team tries to do this for each other. I mean, we try to make sure that when we're each on vacation, we're not working, we're covering for the other person, we're not piling up their inbox when they get back. So again, it comes back to what are you willing to do for other people and what kind of an example can you set? So uh, that being said, that's, that's all we have for today. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that something we said today was helpful to you.
0: Thanks for listening today. If you have any questions or thoughts about today's episode or even ideas for a future episode you can contact us through our website at johnharrisonvip.com or follow us on any of our social media platforms